0: hello 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 hi there we're the radical remnant everyone anyone one god welcome to our podcast channel today we bring you a playback of sunday's charge up we hope that you listen with your spirit and are blessed okay if just hands up like one finger right 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 for anyone who feels like in the last season there's been uh, a semblance of loss loss not necessarily people loss not necessarily even money but just like just loss but not even necessarily bad right that's one finger another finger for anybody who also feels like with that loss has come some kind of peace that you can't really explain. Peace that is not like you don't have stuff on your mind. You're not worried. But like, God is here, God Sha. Is, God is clearly doing something. I can't really put my finger on it, but God is clearly doing something. So, so that's two fingers now. Third finger, um, for if you feel like it's been in layers, it did not happen at the same time kind of just looked around you and noticed that some people don't left my life you know some stuff has gone i'm not this or that anymore um matter of fact i may have even experienced grief self in this season um and then lastly hands up for the person who's wondering what's god doing god how far like what are you even doing what's what's happening can has put all her hands up. I think I should follow her. God, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Because God, I thought that we were in the new and you were going to add to me, but you seem to be taking from me. Um, and not necessarily in the way I thought you would. How many of you are looking around and your circle is even different? Anybody, anybody? If, if your circle is different, you just give me this. Yeah, amazing, amazing. So I'm not crazy. So before we even get to the why of that, I want to go back a little bit. So, you know, if this was a movie you would hear, or if it was a DJ, you'd, hear, you'd be like hearing like this squishy sound like, <laughs> and then we'll just go all the way to the back. Um, this is a different group of people, but if you've been here for at least nine months, you will know that we've been like the Israelites who've just been passing through phases, right? Um, Now, if you've been here from the original beginning, or you've seen any of the clips, or listened to any of the charge-up messages, and I think you should if you haven't, we even went through a period of refinement. Anybody remembers that? When we did refine i think it's one of the first times we fasted and it was just so intense and so powerful um and then You know, last year, this year, we went through a period of the new. We went through new visions. Um, At some point, we talked about even, like, new documentation for ourselves. What, What are we looking at in terms of our citizenship in the kingdom of God? How many people remember this? So I know that, you know, I'm not the only archaic person that is here. Amazing. And we've done all these things,
1: but there's something that is wrong. It might just be me or when i'm done talking let me know
0: if it's just me or if you are with me on this we've done something wrong there's a
1: fundamental should i say fundamental foundational
0: big chunk that i think we got wrong and I want to talk about that today. Do I have your permission to do that? Please just give me some ginger. I need it. I need it. I need it. Feel free to unmute. and just let's uh. let me give some ginger. Good. 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 <laughs> With me to John one seventeen. John one seventeen. And and what I'm about to say may sound controversial what i'm about to see be the thing that for some of us who we'll snatch the wig off who we'll break the glasses i don't know but i hope you get it i hope it doesn't go over your head i hope you actually get it i think that if you put your your hands up you were putting your fingers up the possibility is that this is what you need right now john 1:17 says for the law was given through moses but grace, everybody say. But grace, but grace,
1: but grace, but grace,
0: but grace, the unearned,
1: undeserved favor of God, and truth came through Jesus Christ. For many, many, many of. We've been
0: programmed a certain way. And we've tried to reset. We've tried different things. But we still find ourselves doing like this yo-yo type of dance. Anybody? This yo-yo type of dance. You, you, you are intense with your prayers, reading your Bible, da-da-da-da. And then you have a season of just nothing. You hear from God and then a season of nothing. You fast and you feel like you and God are one and the same and you know what you're like. Moses, you seen the face of God. And then nothing. The problem is that what you can or
1: could do is battling with what Jesus has already done. Keep that thought. Keep that thought. The scripture says, for the law was given through Moses,
0: but you see, anytime you hear but, it means switch the way you are thinking about this thing. When you're arguing with someone, and the, you, the person has given all the points in the world. How many of you know people who are very, very good at arguing? Or how many of you are that person, right? You start the argument very decently. And then the person you are talking to will just say, but to counter everything that you stacked up, right? That is what that word is there for. It switches things, right? But grace... Many of us
1: didn't come through. Do you understand? Many of us are still working
0: with the law of Moses. We didn't transition to the place of grace. And like I said, grace is unearned, is undeserved, is the favor of God. And grace is truth because it says, but grace and truth, came through Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ is grace. Jesus Christ is truth. And so we know the theory of it, but we struggle with the reality of it. Am I talking to myself or am I talking to anybody? I want to make sure that, as usual, you are with me. Somebody go with me, if you can, to Romans 6.14. It says, for sin will no longer be a master over you. Since you are not anybody, anybody, feel free to tell me. Since
1: you are not under law, but under grace.
0: Thank you. So, you know, usually me, who I never liked math, I use this thing as mathematical equations, right? For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Christ. You and I say that we are what? Grace, But we are more Moses-teens because we never fully, truly, unapologetically accepted grace and truth. This is where the enemy lays his tent, pitches his tent and has a wild party. Is that he understands that our human mind works in a transactional way so he makes sure that for many of us we struggle with grace we profess it in song we say it in prayer many of us particularly if you were raised in an african home end prayer with the grace don't we but most of us are still under bondage or trying to earn grace. Most of us are still under the bondage of trying to do what God has already done. And that's like when someone with less capacity, less experience, if, you, if you're like me, things that are, that are in my professional space that, that I count as part of my work or purpose, I like it to be
1: done well, right? But you know what's funny? Even I can make mistakes. Can I tell you guys a secret?
0: I am. The, if you know me, if you've ever worked with me, and if you, you can ask the people on the Radical Remnant team, I can be very, very meticulous and annoying. I can be. I know. They, they, they will be trying to be polite, and they won't like, be like, yeah, but really in their hearts, they are rolling their eyes. I am a very detailed oriented
1: person. Do you guys know that I booked a flight? with my full chest, with the wrong date.
0: If any of you, any of the radical remnant members did that,
1: I would just be thinking, uh-uh. is this a cry for help? Is something going wrong? And then I have a thing where
0: I, at my keyword, who knows my keyword? My favorite word is what? Anybody?
1: Transparency.
0: Thank you. Transparency. So I have a thing where when you're going to do something, you should even tell somebody else. And that's normally me. Most of the time, my scribe is Tekena. So if I'm going to book something, usually I would say Tekena, have a look at it before I go ahead. It's just my way. It's not because I think I don't know what I'm doing, but transparency is good. Bebelupe, you know, in other words, bento. in other words, being forward, I jumped early in the morning, woke up, pyong, 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 and I was bragging. You know, I booked my ticket. I even sent it to the and lady, and they didn't notice. It was my keyboardist who called me and said, "Lammy, is everything okay? You booked the wrong day." So I say this story to let you know that, with all your capacity, your capacity can't be equal to God. it can't be equal to God's capacity. It's just like when somebody. That has less capacity, less experience than you, comes to give what you've done a do over. So, imagine, for instance, what t- just anybody tell me something you are really good at. Like, you, you just know in your family, for example, you are the one who does ABC. Anybody, it doesn't have to be like just any any example. So, Tennis says music. Now, who here knows nothing about music? Like, you know that, you know that they leave you with music and say maybe you should write a song and if that's not your area anybody
1: anybody just say me wherever you are oh over here everybody is a musician hallelujah somebody
0: okay florence says me so tell the way we behave is like you finished everything you know you've scored it you've written it it's all good then florence comes from behind and now does everything over and does nonsense, like me booking my flight, just nonsense, inside out, upside down. And then is wondering why when they are playing the music, it does not sound like anything good, it's just noise. That is how we've been doing life. God's already sorted it out. Because like we said, for sin no longer, will be a master over you since you are not under the law but most of us prefer the law because the law is logical most of us prefer the law because the law is transactional we were most of us are raised in transactional ways you do this then i give you this you work and then i give you money you pass your exams and then you go to that school Many of us think that even charity is a way to earn something. In friendships, there is nothing like unconditional love. It's all transactional. I will do this so that this will happen. And that's why we have all these funny books and and dodgy motivational speakers, making you think
1: that there's something you will do to earn God's grace. Absolutely nothing you can do. And the problem with us is that
0: we've done things, remember I said in the beginning that we've done things, there's, there's a big chunk of our foundational knowledge, our foundational pattern, even as a community and obviously as individuals that has just been done the wrong way. And all of us know that there is no way you build a house and the foundation is wrong. You're going to have problems. That's why you see all these things, on nigerian news with people building and then suddenly the building collapses so when you find yourself having a random meltdown or when you see that things are somehow inside out and you're not understanding it sometimes when you mess up colossally it's part of the fact that the foundation is wrong many of us don't even know how to have relationships and that's why many people are suffering from depression and anxiety because they are living in isolation they don't understand that even in friendship there is grace because love is almost equal to grace. I would actually say love is grace Grace is love because grace is God's language of love. Do you understand are you guys still with me? are you with me Have, am I over your head am I is it, is it is it is it someone tell me is it hitting the spot you know is it food? Is the food is like hot, amalize it. Hallelujah. So let me, let me submit this to you. I strongly believe that grace is the truth Jesus came to give us. And Jesus has offered it to us. And we've kind of like done this, but we haven't like, you know, owned it. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? We, we know it exists, especially in theory. We can teach it, many of us. But in our hearts, we haven't accepted it. And that's why many of us do not and have not experienced true transformation. That's why many of us do not understand the concept of grace. And I hear some of you thinking, so okay, what then happens to the things I'm struggling with? Do we just now say grace abounds? And so I can continue sinning and I can continue doing whatever
1: I'm doing. What then happens to that? The problem is that if you struggle to accept grace, you struggle to accept Jesus.
0: And so you accept guilt, shame, addictions, mediocrity, condemnation, fear, and that becomes your handicap. You live with it.
1: It's kind of your badge of humanity. It's kind of your badge of saying, "Um, I failed. Um, I know I've failed. I know I'm
0: not perfect. Now, how many of us say that? You know, when you're in a conversation, you say, "Look, I'm not perfect, but..." So we we it's like our qualifier. I, I know I'm not good at. Mm, 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 mm. I know I still struggle with. Da 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 da. In fact, many of us when we are praying, we put that there in the conversation as though Jesus and God that is like they need to hear it. And so it's just like. We, we accept all of this stuff, the guilt, the shame, the addictions, mediocrity, all of this stuff. We accept it because it makes sense for us. It, it somehow makes us feel like we are, we, we, this is how we make ourselves small in front of God. It's kind of like a false humility. It's a false submission. It's a false humanity to say, mm, you know, I'm not perfect, but it's like when, you, when you're when having a concession and say, I'm sorry, actually, you've not done anything. You're already sorry. So we walk around with this handicap and every day we just pack in this handicap spot and get to the shabby attempt at living because that's what we're comfortable with. We've, we've lived with it. We've lived with that, that guilt, that shame, that almost there, almost good, almost good enough. We've lived with it matter of fact, we it's like a a visitor in your room that you are aware of you live with it it's like something that lives on your shoulder oh hello guilt hello fear today how we doing and then you get on with your day but god's grace is supposed to be the antidote to counteract
1: every poison that's in your mind so why is it not working that's a question I, i found myself asking why is it not working? What am I really struggling with? How do I now connect
0: all of these things? I hear you, God. How do I make two plus two now equal four? And I, and I feel like that's what you're thinking. Is anybody thinking that? Like, okay, Lammy, this sounds good. In fact, I've heard sermons about grace before, Lamy. What now?
1: If you, if you miss everything I say, please don't miss this part. Many of us, have focused on living right and abandoned believing right. Our whole belief system is out of work. And that is where the problem is. That is the thing we've been doing wrong. That is the problem. I have that that challenge as well. We've
0: been focusing on living right. That's why you, you have all these apps and things and plans and vision boards and goals and you even prioritize your
1: goals and you have, there's so many cute things that we do, but it doesn't stick because the belief system is all wrong. It's kind of like people who go and fight in the war. Every time I watch those movies,
0: I'm like, but what will possess me? to leave the comfort and the sanity of my home, to say I want to go and fight in the war to die. But have you ever seen those movies and the conviction, the belief that those people go with? You can't change their minds. We die here. They go. They are going. Do you get what I mean? Now, have you now noticed that the people that are not sure, they are the ones that go first? In those movies, do you watch those movies? Have you ever seen those things? Like the person that they are double-minded, you know, they didn't really, they, or from the beginning, maybe they're just trying to please their dad, you know, or whatever. They don't, maybe it's just like youthful exuberance, whatever. And they get in the thick of it and they're just like, I don't
1: want to do it again. I want to go home. That's what many of us are like as Christians. We are trying so hard
0: to live, right? We're trying so hard to earn by law. Because we never moved to grace. I'll go back to the foundational scripture of this judgment. It says, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Christ. And I said, grace is the truth Jesus came to give us. But most of us struggle to accept it because our lives have been based on transactional processes and relationships. I also said that many of us just live with this handicap of not good enough. We live with the handicap of sin. We live with the handicap of the
1: law. We roll with it. And so I said, wrong believing is the problem. We're focused on living right and we're paying no attention to believing right.
0: And wrong believing in your identity will impact your whole destiny. Wrong believing.
1: Wrong believing. Real quick, if you turn with me to Isaiah 61, verse 3. I want you to understand that God did what, what we call a switch through, right? He swapped things around. Isaiah 61, verse 3 says, To bestow on them a
0: crown of beauty instead of... Anybody? Is anybody there? Isaiah 61 verse 3. I'll wait. When you're there, say I. Isaiah I.
1: 61
0: verse 3. I have one eye. Isaiah 61 verse 3. Isaiah 61 verse 3. When you're there, say I.
1: Yeah, I'm there, but it's not resembling what you're saying.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Maybe she's reading another translation. Maybe. Uh, what What's translation mm, I'm not quite sure, actually. Hold on. I am who you see. That's NIV. Thank you. Okay. I'm, I'm
0: not even sure what version it is.
1: Isaiah oh, okay. 61
0: verse 6 okay. says, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of
1: ashes. 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 The
0: oil of joy instead of
1: morning. morning.
0: And a garment mm-hmm. of praise instead of a spirit of
1: despair. This scripture
0: is, should paint a visual for you.
1: Be honest with yourself. Be really brutally honest with yourself. Do you have a crown of beauty? Do you actually have the oil of joy? Do you actually have the garment of If the answer is no to any of these or all, I submit to you that you might still be under the law in your mind. In the spirit, you've
0: given your life to Christ, but in your mind, in your belief system, you haven't done the switcheroo. You haven't accepted the switcheroo. And the best example of this switcheroo, the person who embodies this switcheroo that I envy, I covet, is Paul. We all know that Paul wrote quite a bit of the Bible,
1: New Testament, right? And we know that before Paul knew Christ, who can describe him? Anybody? He was a killer. He was what?
0: A gangster killer. A gangster yeah. killer. He was a jaguda He was a ruffian. He was a top boy. He was just no. He was like no to these Christians, right? But then in 2 Corinthians 7, verse 2, Paul says something that, sorry, wrong, 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 wrong. Okay, yes, 2 Corinthians 7, verse 2. Paul says something that baffles me. He says, open your hearts to us. We have wronged no one. We have corrupted no one. We have cheated no one.
1: How can Paul say we have wronged no one? Does he have amnesia? You know, I read it. and I'm like, how about Paul? Paul? Don't sound right. But Paul is the best example,
0: in my opinion, of what it means to actually experience the transformational power of Christ. He believed in Christ, gave his life, and kept moving. He
1: said, I've wronged no one because that was so low me oh paul i've wronged no one paul didn't
0: go around in his speech he said you know actually even me i'm a murderer but if you can just love me just i actually believe in christ he didn't qualify it occasionally he will reference it to explain only the transformational power of jesus christ but he did not embody that personality of Saul anymore. Many of us are stuck on Saul.
1: Many of us are stuck on Saul. We're stuck on the law. We're stuck on the handicap because this is our comfort zone. Many of
0: us need to identify with struggle and with the sin because we we, we, we don't understand grace we haven't worked for.
1: We don't really believe. And it's now, for me, in my humble opinion, it's now about
0: what Jesus has done and you believing it. And then you see the manifestations
1: of that belief. Belief is not something that someone can do for you. It's not something that someone can help you do. It's something you need to sit with pray through and accept kind of like you know when you see husband and wife
0: saying their vows don't you i've been married 17 years now and i laugh when i see couples taking their vows like y'all don't know what you're saying you do not know what you are committing to to love and obey and honor oh so cute with the tears in your eyes The practical of this theory is coming. And marriage is sweet, is lovely. I'm grateful to God for marriage. But many people stand there and they don't even know the meaning of what they're saying. And I think for many of us, we gave our lives to Christ, but we didn't give our lives to Christ. We didn't accept what Christ was giving. We gave him our lives, but we didn't accept what he gave us, which was the grace and the truth. And when you say believe, if you check the dictionary meaning, it says to accept
1: That something is true, especially without proof. To accept, to accept that something is true, especially without proof. When you gave your life to Christ, you
0: swapped the spirit of darkness to that of light. And many of us think that the spirit and the soul are one and the same. They are not.
1: Technically, before you gave your life to Christ, Satan was your daddy. You lived in darkness, so Satan was your papa. And then you switched, and God became
0: Baba. God became your father in heaven. And that's why when Jesus was teaching us to pray, he said, our father who art in heaven. The first thing he did was remind us that God was now our father. We switched, right? And so when you die at a gray, ripe old age by the grace of God, you leave your body behind. your spirit ascends, it's the thing that is identified in heaven, isn't it? Do you understand what I'm saying? So let me remind you that you are spirit. And if you are spirit and you you have accepted grace, you have accepted truth, you can give yourself permission to experience transformation. You stop trying to transform your body Because that's not where the transformation should be happening. The transformation should be happening in your spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? The transformation happens in your spirit. It's your spirit that accepts the truth. It's your spirit that accepts grace. It's your spirit that accepts love. It's your spirit that accepts the new. It's your spirit that says, Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. Then your spirit then begins to command everything you cannot start from the body you leave the body behind that should be indicative of where your attention should be you start from the spirit the spirit then begins to dictate everything
1: else and that is why many of us have been experiencing a peeling of layers
0: and so i I titled this thing who is cutting onions why because when you look at an onion, it's annoying. It, it has layers. You first have to do what? peel off. What do you first do? It has that, that
1: skin thing, yeah? What, what's the first thing that we do, anybody? Especially if you cook. peel hey, off the skin. You peel off the skin. So, darling Christian, what's the first thing that we do? You crucify the body, you peel it off. That's why many of you will notice in the last season
0: when you entered into the new, people started living your life. Anybody, anybody. Suddenly some things didn't fit. Anybody, am I, am I alone?
1: Anybody with a new circle or no circle at all? Anybody. I can't see your face, most of some of your
0: faces. So I'm just, I see Tekena's hand is for you. You can just put your, in fact, faith said no circle. Just do, do a thumbs up thing. Um, so I can see. If your circle has changed, anybody experienced that, suddenly there are some losses.
1: God is taking the layers off because he's interested in you. He's taking the layers off because he wants you to see you. And it hurts
0: because there's no way you can cut onions and not cry unless you are just a
1: full-on jaguda you know, you're just a gangster, the tears will be in your eyes. It hurts. But then like Nini
0: said, by the time you finish putting the onion in the what?
1: Stew or the pasta or whatever the meal is. And in this um, analogy, the meal
0: of your life, your destiny, right? By the time you put it there, it adds what? Taste. And God said that you are the salt of the earth, right? So you're supposed to have a certain distinguished taste about you. He says you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You are a city set up on a hill that cannot be hidden. So all these layers are being peeled because God now wants us to focus on the project of you. He's like, we're ready. Let's let's do this. Let's start, everything before this was just like the warm-up season. The game will begin now. Let's peel the layers off, the things that she doesn't need, he doesn't need for this life, for this purpose, for this destiny. Let's take everything off. And you know, the truth of the matter is when you start to peel the onion, you take off the packaging, you take everything, you start to feel very vulnerable. As How many of you are feeling really vulnerable in the presence of God? Like the conversations that you're having are not even religious anymore. They're so sincere. You're having real conversations. You're feeling very vulnerable. You feel very naked in front of God. It's kind of like what uh, Adam and Eve felt like when they went to hide because they suddenly realized that there's nothing on me. All the layers are taken off. The packaging is off. God wants to get to the center of who you are. He's taking off the shell and he's saying, let's get to the center of it. I'll wrap up by saying this very quickly. Before the era of a microwave, people put their food in the oven. And for, for many of us, our grandmas and some of our moms don't even really like the concept of the microwave. Because it doesn't, have you ever put food in the microwave and then it doesn't like warm the thing in the center? Do you understand? It doesn't, it doesn't use to enter the
1: The core of the inner, everywhere of the food that you're warming. Anybody experience that? There's no shortcut to this. There's no microwave version of this thing. God wants
0: to make sure that you are cooked through and through. He wants to make sure you are seasoned through and through. He wants to take his time with you. And the next charge up that we have will be about that. But before, it's like God is saying, before we get to that, can we sort out what you actually believe? You can't can't continue like this. He says, you're going to trip. It's going to be like those things you see on those Nigerian news websites and blogs or whatever, where someone has built like a 14-story building. And from out of nowhere, everything just crumbles. He's saying we need to sort out that foundation. We need to sort out what you believe. And he's saying that I don't want you to go back and feel like you need to put those layers on. For some of you who want to go back to the things that you left behind, to the things he took from you, let it go. He doesn't want you to go packaging yourself, putting those layers back on. He's like, hi, hello you. Nice to meet you finally. I see you now. I see you now away from all of that stuff that you put on top of you.
1: I see you now. And." I just want to finally say when Romans 6, verse 14 says, For sin will no longer be a master over you. If you sin, you are not sin. I'll repeat that. If you sin, you
0: are not sin. It is a complete contradiction to
1: say, I am a sinner saved by grace. You are not a sinner. Jesus sorted that out. You are saved. You can't be sinner and saved. They don't go together anymore. So can we put
0: off that identity? Can we put off that shell? Can we put off
1: that qualifier of sin? Can we check what we believe? Can I ask you or invite you to actually believe that the grace of God abounds in your life? Can can we start a journey of grace?
0: Can we start actually living the lives that we were born to live and stop going back for it? It's like when you shell or when you're talking in class, and you mispronounce something, and you keep going back for it, you keep trying to to explain what you were trying to say. Just let it go. Don't go back for it. Let's move forward in grace. Let's stop trying to do what Christ already did on the cross. Let's stop trying to earn God's love. Let's stop trying to fix things in our strength. Let's stop going in prayer and talking about sin, 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 sin. How about going in prayer with majesty, with authority, with grace?
1: I'm beginning to speak about what's in front of us, not what Christ nailed on the cross. Christ suffered. He He ensured that he went to the
0: pits of hell to sort each of us out. And it's a big, big disservice to his sacrifice if we keep living in hell.
1: If we keep going back for what he has sorted out. Thank you for listening. We hope you were blessed by that. For more wholesome, edifying content and
0: to learn more about us, please head over to our Instagram page at The Radical Remnant. Also, join us live for Charge Up on Sunday. We've reserved a spot just for you. All the details can be found on our Instagram.
1: Once again, we're The Radical Remnant. Everyone, anyone, one God.